How 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 long ago was this? Uh, Fifty odd knot. Nineteen diggity seven. All right, let's get going here. <clears throat> yeah, baby. Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Bill Pinsky, Bill Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 81 for May 24th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. That sounds even better live. I'll talk more about that in a second. Trust in Timber, Sean Petty, Scott Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, and Greg Mead. The reason I mentioned that the uh, that the trumpet or what's the name of that instrument is that a trumpet trumpet yeah. Yeah, a, the reason that I said that the trumpet sounds so great in person is because I actually am in person with Tim Sway here. We are uh, we're live in my hotel room in Hartford. Well, we're live now, but when you're listening to this, we won't be because we're pre-recording. So I mean, yes, yeah, that's but. true. But uh, this is are you sure I mean, you're in Hartford? Because you don't sound like you're in Hartford exactly. Well, close. Te- technically, we're in Windsor Locks at the airport hotel. Where uh, oh, so that's th- what it was. This was live. All the you know, it's great. Be showing I'm going to take this hair that you two just split. And I'm going <laughs> to give you one in person, and Bill, I'm going to mail you your uh, yeah, half next week. You'll have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, you're in the United States, so go ahead. It'll get in a couple days. Yeah, that's true. We'll get your and it's cheaper. Less. Terrific. Way Terrific. less. And Bill, you'll you'll be happy to know that since uh, I came down here, I was able to give Tim his uh, his gift that we got from that sponsor. That oh, we'll nice! Be, yeah, so yeah. We'll, be, we'll be talking about that in June, July. But uh, it's our first our sponsor. first sponsor, really? Yep, yep, yeah. It's pretty great. Oh, that uh, is kind of cool. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. We should give Bill one too, huh? Yo, I'm gonna mail you one from home. Although I probably should have brought it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That would have been the smarter thing to do. But yep, you two are the one with it. like college education, so uh, don't listen to me. That is the plan, and we're gonna stick to it. Yeah, okay. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's talk about what we're talking about and uh, what we're sorry, what we're working on. And of course, Bill will go last because he's got the oh, juiciest yeah. bits of it. Yeah. Um. I'll go first since uh, I don't really have much. I built a step stool and I did some what I thought were pretty cool little little uh, iPhone holders. Oh yeah, I saw those. They look great. Yeah, they yeah. they came I, up really I thought cool. They were nice. They were, they got, were very like, nice. I thought they were cool. Like on Instagram right away, somebody wanted to buy ten of them, and somebody from work wanted to buy one of them. So I was like, cool, because I I got one of those starter packs of like hardwood that you get from uh, I guess Rockler here, but. At home, there's one called Langevin Forêt, which is kind of a similar kind of store. And you get four boards for $30, and one is Purple Heart, and three are God knows what, because they don't label them. But I'm pretty sure the one I used was Yellow Heart. So mm. it was like, it was just cool. Anyways, it was you super know, easy to do, and it was fun. Um, it, where I live in the East Bay, there's no wood store, but there is, uh, and I think I told you Justin Levine, shout out, who I saw, anyway, uh, but... To go back, Woodcraft is across the bay, and because I have to live in the East Bay and not the peninsula where it's nicer, the East Bay is kind of rough and tough. So I, I usually get Braveheart. Okay. Anyways, um, so what else is going on, Phil? 
<laughs> Did you just seriously make that joke? Yeah. I was trying to think, like... <laughs> that was one of your top ten. Really? I won't, I won't say good or bad. I'm just saying top ten. Yeah. No, I'm good with that. Wow. Wow. Okay. So from now on, he's going to be William Wallace, of course, since oh, he's God. Braveheart. <laughs> oh, oh, you are the king, save. Phil. Save. You ah, well, are listen, the king. I do what I can with what I've got. So, uh, Tim, what are you working on? Uh, I'm not working on anything, really. I'm on vacation this week, which is interesting because, well, here you are, you know, a half hour from my house where I <laughs> usually am and probably only 20 minutes from my shop. I am down on the Connecticut shoreline this week with my family, which is another 40 minutes south. So really, you know, twice the distance. But I had to come home today anyways because I had a library program to do with some teenagers. We made some thumb pianos. Oh, cool. So that was why it kind of worked out good that the day you were here, I was coming up to, you know, feed the fish at the house and and do this program. So now I'm here doing this. But so I've been at the shore, um, you know, because... It's pre-season right now. Like to rent a cottage on the Connecticut shoreline is very expensive. It's the Gold Coast, you know. Um, but if you go pre-season, like you know, when people like me can actually almost afford it, so so it's uh, it's great. And Vance is having a blast. Maddie's home from college with us, and I'm um, going back tomorrow. And but the weather's been amazing. Well, yesterday was rainy, but today was a great day to hang yeah. out because you can't go swimming yet. But you know, we Tim, actually yes, Tim. I, I got to tell you before you continue because I'm sure people have seen it, but the uh, your 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 vacation toolbox pictures that is brilliant. The, the reflection, <laughs> the mirrored side that just it's seriously, that was awesome. That was a lot of fun to check you out this weekend. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Instagram. I'm going to, I'm going to make a video about that. It's really just a box I made and, uh, and I put a bunch of tools in it and it's, it's not like any kind of like, there's nothing earth shattering about what's going on with that as far as the way I put it out. But I was just experimenting and having fun. But the, I was looking for a thin sheet good to use as the surface, and I didn't want to use plywood because I made it out of walnut. I was like, that'll be cheesy. And I was thinking about using clear plexiglass, and then I found that mirrored plexiglass that uh, I got from Duresta's shop when mm, uh, I went right. down a few weeks ago. He yeah, had some cutoffs of that stuff. I was like, well, that would be really funny to have the tanning mirror built into the toolbox. That's you know? hilarious. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun with that. You know, it's all scratched up already because it's just plexiglass, but... Yeah, I hate ah, that. It's super cool. You've got to be able to come up with a plexi that doesn't scratch so easily. I know. You just look at it wrong. It's so it? annoying. Yeah. That's the only reason you use actual glass in projects, like when you want to use them for box lids and all kinds of things like that. Yeah. You know, you always get concerned with glass, but, you know, glass is inexpensive and there is that concern of it breaking, but every time I've tried to use plexiglass instead of glass, I've, I've been... You, you guys aren't serious of... right now, are you? I'm completely serious. Pretty serious. You, and you don't know how to solve this problem? Well, I know how to buff out plexiglass, but I don't no, want no, to. No, 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 no. To stop it from getting you leave the, up. Do you leave the foil on it until it's done, and then you give it to the customer and let them pull the foil off? No. You go to the auto store, and you spend about $6 on some cheap window film, the lightest color they have, and you just put some of that over it, because that stuff doesn't scratch. But it's, it's, it's tinted, though. It's, they don't, you can't get a clear Slightly. Tint. Yeah. Well, not clear, but you can get a very light tint. That's hmm. in, that's interesting. I never interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Another nugget from William Wallace. Hmm. <laughs> Freedom! No, oh, God. Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's midnight. That I'm was... not editing anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just rolling with it. You suckers are getting whatever he puts out. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. All right, so, um, Mr. Lutz, I, I guess you've probably had a pretty uneventful few days. Why don't you tell us about oh, it? Oh, man. All right, you've got well, three minutes. Yeah. 
just to catch my breath. Three minutes to catch my breath. No, seriously, I'm I'm having a little bit of a um, an emotional turbulence right now because although my weekend, of which I will talk um, exponentially about, was beyond amazing. I mean, just just mind blowingly awesome. Uh, something happened today, and I'm 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 trying to deal with it. It's not horrible, but it is a sign of the times that are yet to come for me. I um I signed up for AARP. <laughs> That's what you were texting us about all day today? And you weren't responding to me either, were you? Listen, old man. You think you <laughs> mock me as you will, but I'll have you know my my trip coming up because I'm going to um, Illinois for a week this next week. And um, I will have my AARP discount on a rental car that you cannot have. Uh, shucks. But I do get a AAA that's discount. Right. So that's my wife said, well, I have that on top of it. It's like, in fact, I'm pretty right, sure they're going to pay me to use their car. That's the way it works. Five percent right. and five percent yeah. off equals free. We pay you. <laughs> 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 when you're older, right. math yeah, doesn't so, really matter. Yeah, yeah. It's close well, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was thinking that I wasn't thinking at all. I am so wiped out because uh, I'm just. I had a breathtaking weekend of Maker Faire. Tell us about Maker Faire. Of... I don't care about your AARP yeah. discount. And tell us what Maker I know. What Maker Faire is. What do you what... want to know? T- tell us. What do you want to know? Maker Faire is a gigantic meeting of every kind of possible Maker Faire Bay Area. Everything you can imagine possible that's cool in the DIY genre. And um, it happened not only at the actual Maker Faire, but it happened in my bathroom. I mean, it was just at my house. Everywhere. It was amazing. It was amazing. I had famous people using my toilet. Can you say that, either one of you? Well, yeah, but not. that's not for this podcast. Go on. Oh. But, uh, yeah, so Maker Fair Bay Area. It's a it's whole... Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and just on that note, um, Peanut Butter Jackman is aptly named. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because um, he likes peanut butter? Okay. Yeah, no, right. it was a bathroom joke, but never mind. No, Andy. Andy oh, come on. Andy Berkey, Wes Swain, two of the OG stay at Lutz house. I had Paul Peanut Butter Jackman. I had Jesse Weta. I had Justin Sparks. Oh, my God. He is a giant. I didn't realize how big he was. I mean, oh, yeah? Izzy Swan, Dave Strain, all these people stayed at my house. There was Justin, because he was so big, he didn't actually fit in the house, so he slept in the backyard in a tent. Um, and it's amazing. I mean, I you know, for the first time in my life, I felt small. I'm not kidding you. I felt like a little guy because between – everybody's huge that came to my house except for Jesse Weta. I mean, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for her uh, and my wife, of course, thank God, because – I, in fact, well, I actually, I was so tired from running around doing all this stuff. I, I, they were just the right size where I could rest my shoulders on, the, I mean, my elbows on their shoulders. So that was cool. But, yeah, they um, probably like that. No, they're, they're, they were great. And they didn't, Chivalrous. you know, hardly, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's, it was like backwards chivalry, you know, um, cause normally, never mind. Uh, oh my God, you, you don't even know. Um, Stuart Morrison came to my house. I got to hug and hold Stuart in my garage. And, um, I just got to tell you, it's even better when it's at your house because as snugly as he is, instead of being out and p- never mind, um, it was amazing. So inappropriate. No, and and um, uh, did you so release him? Off, this, is he still there? This, is he still there? Stuart, 
Knock once. <laughs> Blink Knock twice three times. No. Double yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So it's it. This thing start. I started picking up people on uh, Thursday uh, morning early. Uh, oh no! Was that Wednesday? No, it was Wednesday. I I picked up Andy. I believe Wednesday. And um, uh, Jesse and Izzy came in Wednesday because Thursday morning, Jesse, Andy, and I, along with uh, Marsh Wildman and his buddy Bill and this uh, uh, this uh, person named um, Lorkampf and April Wilkerson and... No, they weren't there. Hold on. Yeah, but they were. Yeah, they were. And then Cody and then Lucy and Justin. And we all went to the Autodesk tour. And Jeff and Nicole joined us, who I met were amazing people to meet too. But yeah, it was pretty cool. We went to this Autodesk thing on Thursday. And then that night we had a backyard barbecue. And at the same time I had it was it was amazing. I had I had Izzy, April, Jesse, Laura. Um, the guy from Shaper or Laura Kampf comes up to me and she says, Bill, do you mind if, if the guy that, you know, um, the Shaper origin, you know, the, that guy, if he comes over to your house and talks to us, <laughs> okay. So Shaper origin guy, Elon, he was at my backyard all at the same time. These people are, they were using my bathroom. We had a barbecue. It was amazing. I can't go on. And that was even before Maker Fair started. And then I can't, I can't even think of all the people. That I met, I'm almost screwed up. There's, uh, there's so many of them. I met, I met all of our normal, like, like Dan Robbins. Actually, I want to talk about Dan for a minute. Dan Robbins, he's amazing. He wanted to stop by my house. He wanted to bring me um, a piece of lumber, which was, I, I thought, hey, that's cool, you know. And it was actually, I think a hundred years ago, his great grandfather had it and passed it. It was like basically a piece of his family tree. Dan Robbins gave me a piece of walnut, like a family, a branch from his family tree, because he wanted me to make something out of it. And he was wow. amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love Dan. Um, Richard Moeller, Stan Pierce, of course, who, by the way, looks amazing. Stan, I know you're listening. We love you. He He's getting ready to retire. And I think he's in the best shape of his life because I didn't even recognize him. And he's going to take his retirement like by the horns and just go enjoy himself. Um, I got to meet Surly Amy. From uh uh um you know that one other podcast that that other guy who's got a great name Bill is in you know the maker hustle thing guy yeah and I got to meet Never Surly Amy yeah and, Surly Amy uh, that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Amy Roth uh, I got to hug and kiss and all these people by the way I hugged and kissed and very many of the bigger men kissed me back I'm just saying um, you know Kyle that we Toth. don't have any insurance right yeah that's okay. You represent the podcast. We do not have any insurance, so no, no. Just saying, well, use this, your judgment this, on these hugs and kisses. I want to point out I'm that just, I'm not. I'm not Tim Sway. I'm Tim Sway Perspectives LLC on this podcast. <laughs> just I, for I, the record, this okay. is this is a good early segue into uh, our topic. But let me continue for at least um, oh, give call. me yeah, that's true. four more minutes. Four more minutes. So okay. um, who who else? Um, 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 I got to meet. Um, oh, Tim, I totally talked to you up, buddy. I met Nate with Rockler. I had beer with him, and I just said, "Hey, I want to thank you what you're doing for the community and my podmate Tim Sway." And as soon as I said your name, man, he was like, "I love Tim. He's like amazing." I said, "I know, man." He like called you guys and said, "Hey, can I can I use like a a, 
a, so a, a toothpick and you sent him like a whole shop. And, and you guys are amazing. And I love that you're supporting one Nate of my is favorite like a people. Huge fan and supporter of the YouTube community. He's a, a he, fantastic guy. He he is, and he's he's way handsomer than you are and younger. I'm pretty hey, sure. Probably. Uh, I met Rich from uh, uh, the welder guy and um, uh, Zach from uh, Inventable, Invent, you know, the Inventables guy. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I can't even, oh my gosh, David Plants, Rowdy Penguin. He walked up, he's like, hey, oh, yeah. Bill, David Plants. And I'm like, and he handed me his uh, sticker and I went, oh, dude, I gave him a bit. I was going to shake his hand, but then I had to knock his hand away and give him a hug because then I was like, Rowdy Penguin, David. So, yeah, I got to meet him and then, and then um, that was that was uh, Saturday, mostly, I think, the in the Maker Faire. Um, I got to watch um, April and Bob talk and and Peter Brown. And um, there's a lot of other people. And um, um, I'm starting to lose a little bit of steam. Um, okay, so there's I can't remember his name, but this, check this out. And this is going to segue into into our topic. And um, this, this uh, gentleman came up to me and says, hey, Bill. I gave him a hug, and he has a son with him who I'm guessing is probably maybe three years old and very shy, cute little kid. He says, yeah. you know, you meet my son. Yeah, yeah, so, and, and so I kind of scooted down and everything, and, and he said, you know, this is, this is Bill Lutz from Reclaimed Audio, and, and he has the videos and stuff. And, and I asked him, does he know Jimmy? But anyway, his son was kind of shy, so I reached out to give him like a, a far away hug a little bit, and he was okay with that, and he scooted a little closer. And I said, so you know Jimmy Duresta? And he kind of looked a little sheepishly like he perked up at the name. So I took my... Jimmy Duresta pin off of my, you know, the one David uh, shall not be named Gagne sent me, and I took it off my bag and I handed it to him and he took the pin. <laughs> That's not the way that works. <laughs> <laughs> so I I handed this young man a pin and, and he was like I said probably very very young and he took the pin in his hand and I said when you meet Jimmy you tell him that Lutz gave you his face, and of course his dad laughed a little bit and it was really really cute <laughs> but it was like. I went from being inundated with all these amazing adult makers um, uh, of all age ranges and genders and genres uh, to this tiny little person, and it made me think about how I, how he was perceiving me, and and what what we come across as as now that um, eighteen people know who we are, and I just thought maybe that's something we could talk about because I'm conscious of that, but at the same time. I realize that also I've had people tell us like from Boston that we seem like in public exactly how we sound on the podcast and they love us on the podcast and they seem to love us in public. But it's still, I'm more aware now of, of what I say and, and how I represent the podcast and myself and my channel and who I'm talking to and making icon. All of these things are amazing except for one thing that I need to work on. Uh, and then you guys can go after this because I, I, I'm sure I'm, my face is blue because I haven't breathed yet for the last 10 minutes. I love you both, by the way, for letting, and I missed you both. You should have been there. Um, but the one thing I realized I'm not, I didn't do and something that Laura did. And I want to say, um, I hope Lucy's feeling better. Laura, uh, Lucy didn't feel all that great. So Laura didn't have time to be at Maker Fair for both days. But what she did do was she managed to put out a video because she had, a camera in her hand the whole time. She was talking with people, but, and Jimmy does the same thing for his blogs where he can take video and represent himself. And like, I, I took three pictures and I feel like I should be doing more. And the perception of me should be something that I could document these experiences that we talk about. And it's a goal that I have now inspired by Laura and Jimmy to be able to 
um, start documenting more of these events and maybe vlogging and, and being able to tell a little bit more of a story other than just, you know, asking people for the pictures that they took. Okay, go ahead. Well, it's a little bit different if you're talking about Jimmy and Laura who are vlogging. It's because they, they attend more of these events, especially Jimmy. He's got a camera in his hand the whole time because he's at multiple events, so that's interesting. I don't think if I were to do that that people would necessarily care about me going to work, coming home from work, and spending an hour in my shop. Yeah, and well, not, he not- is his, his audience is a little bit like one million now. Uh, and oh yeah! Oh oh! I got that story too. He's, and he's making a a living creating video content. That's right. his job. That's true. I know, That's, I understand yeah. that. But what I'm yeah. saying is, is I spent I spent four five days with a, a bunch of amazing people, and I didn't document that. And it wouldn't. I need to make that a more that of a goal. A well, you know, yeah, what? Right. It's, it's, it's funny, though. I go back and forth on that um, because I'm a guy that obviously does a lot of stuff with the camera and I involve my family in it and whatnot. But sometimes I kind of feel like that maybe you should just put the darn camera down and enjoy the kid's soccer game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we do and spend when I, time. When, and if the Bearded Dragons ever go to play soccer, I will do that. But in the meantime, if I go to make a fair, I should probably take a few pictures. No, I agree with Bill on this. I mean, I don't say very often, but I definitely agree with Bill on this kid. <laughs> I, I just can't I can't spit those words out. <laughs> I, can't, I can't make my face make the motions. I, uh, no, he's wrong. Okay, wait, no. wait, 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 real quick. I got two exciting things, and they involve a million. Check this out. So Maker Fair was so exhausting on Sunday, and it was really, really hot. Saturday, it was just all day. It was all day, all night. Oh my gosh, it was amazing. So Sunday, I'm pretty pooped. I got. I got uh, tried to kick people out of my house and got them to Maker Fair, and I lagged behind to clean up and stuff. And uh, Justin Sparks, Make Build Modify, was he stayed behind because he wanted to call his wife and stuff. So we showed up at Maker Fair a little bit on the late side, and when we walked in, Adam Savage was t- first. I love Justin Sparks. You guys don't even know we loved him anyway before. I love him more now. He is our brother without a doubt. You don't even know the anyway. So. He stood, we listened to Adam Savage. It was like the last 20 minutes of it. And then he looked at me and says, Hey man, my kid asked me if I saw Adam Savage, if I can get his autograph. And, and he had a, Justin had gotten himself a press pass. He just signed up for it and they send you one. He wanted to get Adam to sign that. The line that happened immediately when Adam was done talking was intense. So we're, he looked at me and says, well, you know, I know Bob is starting a talk right now. Let's see if we can go find Bob. So we went looking for Bob and we didn't find him. We ended up walking right past the whole where he was, but that's not the point. By the time we got back to check on the line, it was a down far enough where just says, I got to get in line for my kid. I'm going to do this for my son. He, I, you know, I don't care how long it takes. And he did. He stood in line for an hour and a half in the hot sun. Wow. I mean, I went and checked on him and gave him water. And so it was funny, <laughs> but he did it. He got, he got the autograph and, and, um, I, I, I was really proud of him and, Again, I'm kind of going off track, but watching Justin for his first Maker Fair, um, just, and you guys know how he is. This guy thinks and he analyzes and he's really super smart. And he was like the biggest sponge I've ever seen, eyes wide, just absorbing everything that was going on. And it was, it was kind of amazing to see that for the first time. But so anyway, at about another hour and a half, and it was hot and we were tired. So Justin and I were walking around, and I'm like, man, and we saw Berkey and his nephew, Cody. Uh, walking towards the gate. We're like, hey, what are you guys doing? Well, we were going to go have a beer over at the pub across the street. And just don't tell anybody. I said, well, we're going to go too. It's really hot. Let's go sit down. So we all went and we sat down in this pub. And right as we're walking in is when I got the notification that Jimmy got the million views. 
And I'm like, holy oh, crap, you guys. Blah, blah, blah. So I texted Jimmy real quick. Dude, I'm, you know, I love and respect. You're amazing. So we sat down. We ordered a pitcher of beer. I think everybody was kind of texting Jimmy. And we started talking for like, we had each had a beer for like two hours. We're sitting in there. And we said, well, you know, there's four of us that can fit in the soul. We might as well just go back to the house. So I checked and made sure everybody had a ride. And we said, okay. And as we're walking out the out of the bar, and, and we had an amazing conversations. So, I mean, the four of us just for two hours, staying out of the heat, skipping most of Maker Faire, but it was just so hot. And anyway, we're walking out of the bar, and Justin looks up, and he's all, he got some kind of notification on his phone. He looks up, and he's all, I, I just hit a million views on my table. Oh, Can wow, you believe wow. it? Yeah. yeah. Wow, so he was on... He was on like cloud 32, not just cloud nine. I mean, he was he was on it. And it was just amazing that both million things happened within about two hours. You know, I just thought that was another story. But go ahead. I'm done. Wow. Uh, no, that's difficult to segue from. But uh, <laughs> let's get back to our topic. Perception of me. What do you guys think about that? I mean, do you feel differently out in public now that we're a little bit known you know do you do you like you have to represent at all times or do you feel pretty comfortable being yourself well out in public for me only ever means the digital sphere because out in public nobody knows who the hell i am so uh so it it is always on the internet but i get i get a lot of emails and i get a lot of um facebook messages and things like that people asking me questions about the business side of of uh, of the equation quite a bit and i'm always very very happy to answer these questions uh, because I'm just interested in any way and I like business and I like making and I like all that stuff. So, uh, I always try to be, I don't want to say as, um, I got to cover my butt sometimes. So the answers that I give will always be somewhat cautious. And I think, uh, that maybe if I was sitting one-on-one with somebody and, you know, if Tim asked me some advice or you did, and it was off the record, I'd be like, Dude, you should totally do X, Y, Z. But if I have like a fan or a fellow maker or whatever text me, you know, should I uproot my family and uh, forget my day job and just start making full time? I'll be like, well, that depends on, you know, several factors. Like, do you have any savings? And um, do you know how to make things? Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it's. I want to give the advice of like, yeah, man, just follow your dreams. But by the same token, I don't want to be like six months later, like this guy gave me horrible advice and now my family can't eat. So I really, I definitely, I want to maintain that, that, that composure and, and making sure that I'm not giving somebody bad advice. So there is, there is that component, let's say a sense of responsibility that I feel towards. I was going to say, it sounds like a more responsible, um, professional, slightly cautious. Well, I, I guess I, I don't want to be in a position where I've encouraged someone to do something that is potentially more of a scenario where, like, it's like a lottery ticket win. Like, yeah, man, you're going to be the next Jimmy DeResta, of course. Never mind the fact that, like, he's done client business for years and years. Never mind the fact that he's been a still TV is. star before. Yeah, yeah. yeah, still does all of this stuff. People just think, like, yeah, I, I like to make stuff and put it on YouTube, and I can survive on that, right? I was like, you and your family of, like, five? I don't know, man. <laughs> So, and there's, I, so that's, that's the perception of me, I think is like the business guy sometimes and like maybe the marketing guy right. and, you know, so I always get like, yeah, you're full of solid advice. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm getting. What about you, Tim? What do you, what kind of, what, what do you feel is the perception of you out there? Um, I, I have no, <laughs> no well, I can tell you what I think, but I want to hear from you. Yeah. I mean, 
well, I was hoping that we would actually be able to make this happen instead of at your hotel at my house so I could prove I don't actually live in a yurt down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> I trust you for the most part. But it's like actually, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder because all the pictures had water in the background. I'm just saying. <laughs> but um, Well, I'm here for one more night, so we can figure something out maybe. Well, I'll be... You're back on the coast. Yeah, okay, next, coast, next time. But, uh, well, if you're, I mean, we're, well, we can talk afterwards, but like, if you're on the box, I'm going to be home for a little while tomorrow. But, um, oh, um, I forgot to mention that we're actually recording a podcast right now, just in case you oh, forgot. Oh, that's right. Is this the same guy who talked for half an hour about everybody that he's met under the sun? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet. I got, I got a few more. I, Saving I some for the end. Yeah. Um, oh, but anyways, to try and get to the topic, I mean, I, I'm aware that people have a perception of me, and... I would love to say that I really don't care what people's perception of me is. Um, the, the truth is, is that I probably do because I want everybody course, to like do. me. I mean, you know, well, we there's all, more than that. There's your brand, right? You've something that you've crafted, I would think. I well, it, it is, but I always tell my wife, like, I refer to it as like being in character. I'm always like, well, you know, yes. being, and my wife just laughs. She's like, no, that's just you. And so I think that I just try to be me, mm-hmm. and I try to be because. I, I, we're, you know, you can smell BS. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I don't want to ever smell like that. I just, I just am me, and I just say what's on my mind. And I'm sitting right next to you. You smell fine. I, I was gonna say I'm a little sweat. I was sweating earlier, but <laughs> does he smell? Does he smell? I, I, I was gonna ask you that, Phil. You're sitting what? close to Tim. Does he smell somewhat woodsy? Maybe mossy, the like shirt a there, fresh mown lawn. We're six inches huh? apart. I literally smell nothing. Nothing. Not even like a little sea salt. Take Nothing. a taste. Lick, lick his face. No, I, I, I just licked his shirt. Nothing. <laughs> it's fine. It's totally normal. Uh, but no, so there is a there is a perception that I I, tr- I guess I aim for, and I, I believe I'm successful. And that perception is is I am who I am, and I'm honest. And right. I mean, other people might because you know other people might look at you and. You know, you say something and one person's like, I like what he's saying. Another person says, I do not like what he's saying. Well, that's their perception. I can't control that. So the way I figure, I'm not going to try and be liked by both of them. I'm just going to be the person that I want to be. And, and the people that like me will like me. No, know? well, that's for sure. But I feel like you have sort of the Captain Planet, uh, Jesus of the environment sort of, you know, that's that's the character that people see when they look at you, right? So, well, it's definitely, uh, you know, on YouTube. And, yeah. and with this podcast, right. sure, I did, uh, you know, the, the YouTube maker thing. I mean, I've been doing it for about four years, so I'm not one of the original guys, but I've been doing it for a while. And I saw, like, people were making stuff, and I was like, well, I want to just do – this is what I'm interested in, so I'm going to focus on that. Right. And, uh, you know, and it became, you know, for my business as well as what I was doing on YouTube. But that it just sort of seemed like the right thing to do to to just pick what I was, like, kind of really passionate about and make that my focus. and uh you know, I, I mean, I, I do buy plywood every once in a while, but that's not, I don't think people would be like, oh, Tim Sway, the plywood guy. Like, you know, no. it's just not. No, I've never heard that one. Yeah. So. No, but I mean, I think that's sort of similar to, I mean, I took that and we made a podcast around that, that idea of that niche, right? And that's basically what you're telling me, right? Is that you sort of found a niche that is you and represents the things that you're passionate about and you were able to package that and put it onto YouTube. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and it's it's interesting. It's not it's not successful. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a matter of opinion. Well, it's, it, you know, also perception of success, Maybe right? So, um, because it's not that would be successful. your own perception too. Yeah, well, I'm I'm very satisfied with 
my life because I'm doing what I want to do and I'm, you know. Right. But, so I that mean, would it's, be it's, success, wouldn't it? I think I think by like YouTube algorithms or whatnot, it, it would not be because it doesn't it doesn't have the clickbaity words and, and this and that. And, and when you you know, when I actually get into my my uh, suggestion for what I'm watching is the same thing. It's like when the channel jumps around so much, it's not you know successful because the message isn't about making tables or making furniture or making you know. Uh, you know, whiskey boxes, the message is about what can you make with this stuff? And so it's hard for an audience to latch on to something in particular. And so I'm aware of that with my perception, but that's fine because that's who I am. I'm, I'm the same way at home. I'm like, I have three things going on and, and I don't know which one I want to finish. And so it makes sense that everything else I do would be like that. Okay. And, and Bill, what about you? Do you think that the perception that people have of you is accurate? And yes. if not, Okay. Well, I guess that's yeah, the end of your turn. We're good. But let me, let me well, say this. What do you this. think that I, is, I, though? Yeah. Um, then we should go around. Uh, just, oh. just for example, <laughs> and, I, and I think, I think what, I, what I do, what I am honest about, and what I think people, regardless of their age, have the perception of me is I, I'm loud, I'm truthful, I'm funny, um, I like to hug. Uh, whether the you know the the young man I wish I I, I can't remember his name three year old with his dad and and I my brain is so swirly right now uh, forgive me but whether it's a tiny tiny kid or a teenagers I I had Chad and Phineas who's fourteen or fifteen fourteen uh, at my house for pancake breakfast uh, Bernie Solo and his son Tyler were at my house for breakfast and Tyler I believe is a young teenager uh, Anthony the Russian woodworker and Justin Levine young teenagers are our future makers right. Um, I think their perception of me is, is just about the same as Izzy's, you know, I think meeting people in person and quantifying that from what their perception of you is online is a truthful thing that I can do. And I feel the same about both of you. I think when I met you guys and people have told us that, that's what I said earlier, people told us they, we are the same in person as we are here and that's why I say, yeah, this is me. This is who I am. Now, getting to know, like sitting down and and with Justin and Izzy and, and talking until late in the night and getting to know them on a personal level, um, you do learn more intimate things about each other. You know, I mean, it's like, you know, I learned a little bit how they grew up and where we were and where, you know, all that stuff. So that helps you uh, identify people a little bit more, but it's still... I'm me. I, I mean, even though they know my past, they well, still. Here's, here's I'm me, a question you know? for you. Here's a question for for both of you. I guess um, is there anything that you you know? Because I think we all agree that we're pretty much who we are. Is there anything right. about the your? I mean, I guess you're saying is there anything about yourself? But really, is there anything about the the way people perceive you that you would like to change? Um, I I not I don't think so. But the one thing I would say I want to make sure that people know is that. I want to be, I am engaging. And that's the one thing is like, you know, who am I not to take? I, I had, I, I, I had April Wilkerson at my house and I took one little video with Laura Kampf and Izzy Swan. I had these amazing people, these amazing makers, Justin, uh, all these people. And, and I just felt like I, I dropped the ball and that's a goal. And so that's something I don't want people to think of me as like, Hey, he, you know, he thinks he's too big for his britches or he's just not smart enough to hold a camera. I don't know what it is, but I want to make sure that people know I'm engaged and it's, it's a technological thing that I'm still struggling with, but I am going to try and document digitally, huh? Digit, digitally, dig, digitalously. I'm going to use digital 
technology better. I think we understand where you're going with that. Mm. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Is there anything about what I perceive my public image to be that I'd like to correct, essentially, is the question, right? Yeah, I mean, and you can take that because we've, we've established that our public and private identities are similar. Yeah. So you can take that as a, you know, how we want to. I mean, I'm a jerk in private life, too, so I feel like it's fairly accurate. Agree to agree. <laughs> <laughs> agree to agree. Nice guy. <laughs> no, no, but I, I mean, think, I, I, Phil, I bet the best litmus test right now we could use for you yeah. is to get your wife, who's very pregnant, and let her decide who you are on the podcast. Is there any way to call her up on the phone? Maybe a live caller? My my eight-and-a-half-month pregnant wife at uh, midnight. midnight. Yeah. yeah, no, Bill, you call. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Terrific idea. What's the number? Next, next week, by the way, guys, I'm currently single with a very large alimony bill. I'm living in Tim's spare yurt. Exactly. It's more of a, a lean-to yurt. It's like a teepee, really. Yeah, it's just a teepee. No, it's kind uh, of a mobile yurt on the back of a tricycle. Exactly. Uh, no, but the truth is, is that the feedback and criticism that we've gotten, I think, is accurate. That this is who we are. Obviously, we play ourselves a little bit larger than life for the podcast to have the conversation, and we exaggerate certain things. Like when, uh, let's say, Bill and I, you know, uh, will go at it a little bit sometimes. That's for the sake of a conversation. We're still right, right. chatting. On, you know, like we are texting and chatting literally every day, all week long, and the three mm-hmm. of us are. Well, I don't know. This is probably the closest relationship that I currently have right now is with the two of you just because we are always so engaged. Like, what are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, should we right. talk about this? Should we talk about that? And, like, we're always showing each other the things that we're working on that we're excited about. I don't really have anybody else in my life. I don't know. Maybe you guys do. Um, that I could sort of show off these kinds of things that I'm working on and who will appreciate them to the level that you two will. So, I want people to understand that we really are very good friends and that a lot of this is simply the- theatrics, simply for the sake of an interesting conversation. Because we sometimes get that feedback, like on the iTunes comments where like, I wish Phil would be nicer to Bill or some nonsense like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we really are very good friends. Yeah, let's let's yeah. make that serious and clear that um, yeah, any, any, any type of perceived uh, animosity is absolute fun. We talk about it a little bit before the podcast, like, hey, I'll push your button, blah, blah, blah. We, we are the best of friends. And, um, <laughs> and, and also, we do it off air as well as we did on oh, yeah. tonight. <laughs> we do. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, I, know everybody, I know everybody who's listening is a hockey player like me. So you'll know that like, <laughs> when you've got friends on the other team and then like you'll go at it you on, the, the wall. on ice. Yeah. Exactly. You put them into the boards and then as soon as that buzzer goes – you know, you're slapping backs and buying each other beers. It's just the way it goes. Right. Yeah. And it's just it's just for the game. Yep. You know, you said you said something, Phil, about um, we're probably there's not other people that we can talk about, so we're very close. And I feel the same way. Um, not having, you know, Andrew's uh, local to me, but he's he's got his life. So the three of us <laughs> are really. <laughs> Wait a minute! I don't saying... have a life, so. I need you guys, internet friends. Yeah, I mean, but why I say that is because I was, in talking with Justin Sparks, um, he, he's a he's a dad and he's working his butt off and he's he's got these other things that he's trying to convert to be able to spend more time with his family and and earn a living and stuff. But one of the things that he said to me was that you know I really don't have anybody 
I can talk to about making like I can with this community and specifically with us because we do spend time with Justin. Um, and, and that just, by the way. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Did he say something um, about that? I, no, I just, we okay. do all McCall. And after spending uh, as much time as I did with him, I'm serious. I love him so hard. He is an amazing human being. And, uh, I, I just, wow, Justin blew my socks off with how genuine and awesome and large that he is. But yeah, he was saying that, you know, very much be taken the wrong way, but we're not going to take them the wrong way. He blew your socks off and he's very large and (laughs) 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 I know you're all swirly up in there, but (laughs) let's keep this G rated. It is swirly. (laughs) It is swirly. I mean, think about this, man. When's the last time you got to spend intimate time with men larger than you that can literally manhandle you, and it was fun? Well, not since college, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you could say that right now. Actually. I could say that right now. <laughs> Tim's very large. <laughs> I'm 5'7". He's 6'14", so... <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to tell you, uh, I got to meet Paul's wife as well. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, just, just, oh, and Chad Grossclaws and his amazing Mrs. Chad were here. I, I got my head is just, just flowing over with amazing people. And I want to mention Jeff and Nicole again. Now they are makers that are not maybe yet in the community, but they will be because I want to make sure that they get uh, socially interacting with all of us interwebly lized. Go ahead. How often do you think he's making up words because he's trying to be funny, and sometimes you think he just doesn't know the word? Uh, I think it's 50-50. 50, that's what yeah. I would think, too. That's, that's where my money goes. Yeah, yeah web I'll be honest with you. I want, I, want, I want to be perceived as being honest, so I'm going to tell you it is a crapshoot. It's a 50-50. <laughs> All right. Hey. <laughs> Listen, 80-20 the, the is going to be 50-50. So. Yeah, every time. The every fun time. Part, though, the fun part is... <laughs> So we're just going to start calling Bill Sex Panther? Is yes, that the way uh, it goes? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know why that's funny. No, he's just laughing. <laughs> I so like not. Sex Panther. That could be my new email address. Sexpanther69 at gmail.com. I bet that's taken, <laughs> it's though. It's got to be it's taken. It's for sure it's taken. Otherwise, get Justin on it. <laughs> you you know okay, what? Do you uh, know why? Uh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, well, I, I don't gonna, want to talk about... We're, we're going to cut no, you off, okay. so go ahead. I, yeah. I did, I did, but I... go. It, no, go ahead. I was going to say, let's get the perception of what you're watching on YouTube. Um, I, you know, okay, so uh, I, I will get to that, but let me just make sure that I give a clear shout-out to the, the folks who stayed at my house. Can we just put the subtitle of this episode? Is, it's 181, Perception of Me, parentheses, Bill Lutz Talks. Yeah. Let's just put that down. Bill's Diatribe. <laughs> yeah. But we knew this was going to happen. In fact, people came up to me, hey, yes. Lutz, you're going to talk the entire podcast, huh? And I said, yes. So um, uh, Izzy Swan, Jesse Weta. Oh, 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 crap. See, this is why I need to keep talking is because I met Jesse's dad. Jesse's dad came to Maker Fair. Cool. And then he came over to my house. And then we went and had um, uh, Mexican food with Jesse's dad and a bunch of us. There's pictures. I have proof. Jesse's dad is incredible. The uh, Ben and Jesse's dad m- did something right because uh, we've gotten to meet Ben, and I, I've spent some time with Jesse. And, wow! And so let's let me continue. Izzy, Jesse, Justin, Dave, 
Paul, and who's that other guy? Um, he's bald. He's Yoko. Older than I am. Uh, Yoko. Yeah. Yoko Berkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I thought you were just naming Andy the Berkey. Beatles there for a second. And let's not forget the the imminable Wes Swain, who not only put up with snoring as usual, um, but he made amazing pancakes and raisin oatmeal cookies and left me some at the so house. Does, left me a message. Does Wes, what, does he 3D print those pancakes at home and bring them, or does he bring the 3D printer to your house and print them there? How does that work? Oh, no, no. Let's, let's not mistake the fact that Wes is very specific about the ingredients we shall have at the house by the time he gets here. So it's, uh, and it's PDF not on, like because right. Casey ABA. says, "Hey, Wes, I, Wes, I've got these steel rolled oats that are organic and free range, right?" And Wes says, "No, I need Quaker oats. There will be no substitute log cabin maple syrup, not organic free range syrup." He was very specific. It's very easy What's to please. What's free range syrup? <laughs> it's it's, it's organic trees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 get a move on here. We're on minute forty nine here. So, uh, what have you been watching? I I have been watching because I I got to meet April Wilkerson in person and her amazing husband, and I've been subscribed to her forever. But that's who I want to just say, check out April. She's just moving into a new shop, and uh, she just got back from time away. And I got to meet. Did I say I got to meet? I got a selfie with April. Yeah, I just, saw that. I, mm. It was mostly in focus. It was a really good picture. Yeah, who took it? I, well, I did that on purpose because I look way oh, younger purpose. on that picture than I am in real life. So she it's, looks it's, terrific. It's, it's, uh, April like is amazing. I, I can't say enough. She she really is. And uh, Cody is so engaging and cool. And so that's who I'm saying watch. Plus Laura, Conf, and and Izzy Swan and Jesse and Justin and um, he just um, keeps doing roll call of everybody who's at his house. Yeah. Yeah, and Chad. Casey and Danny and the dog. Ziggy. And- oh, 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 and, and before I forget, and I, I, will, I promise this is the last thing. I want to make sure everybody knows. And if I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. Please, if I got to hug and kiss you and I haven't said your name, get a hold of us. I will say it on the next podcast. But I want to say thank you to the most amazing person that ever lived who allowed this to happen at our house. And um, I am so madly in love with my wife, my partner, my Best friend, Casey, thank you so much. I mean that from the bottom of our heart. We're going on vacation for her birthday next week, and um, I'm just lucky to be alive. Casey, you should know that we're actually holding up a placard with all of these words Yes, for him to read that. No, I'm lucky to be alive because she should have killed me ten times over this weekend, but... Well, my my wife helped me write it. She told me what to say. Right. So Bill would say it right. (laughs) Yeah. And she wrote it phonetically. (laughs) 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 All right, are you you done, Bill? I think so, man. I am so just (laughs) worn out. I really am. Wow, just what a weekend. That's all I I, can say. I love you guys. I missed you so much. (laughs) Do I sound hoarse? I feel hoarse. No, you sound lutes. What uh, what have you been watching? To? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was the last day I was in my shop was Friday, and I was listening to NPR because that's how I roll. And uh, there was a, a local NPR program, and they start talking about this guy. Up next is this guy. He he makes stuff out of things that people throw away, and he puts videos on YouTube about it. And I was like, me? I was like, geez, that's I don't remember doing an NPR interview. <laughs> and it was a you know it's a New England based program, and there's a gentleman whose channel is linked in the show notes. Um, his name is. Bus Huxley is not his real name. It's his channel name. 
and it's very it's a very small channel. He's he's just starting to grow it now, and it's uh, fascinating because not only is he making stuff out of reclaimed upside, it's almost like a homesteading channel, uh, but it's just sort of kind of like I was talking about with with my channel. It's just stuff that I'm into and stuff that I'm I'm doing, and uh, so he's uh, very interested in nature and, and very interested in cooking, and he actually has the same ridiculous old Volvo sports car I used to have, and he works on that, and his which I thought was ironic. So I've been writing back and forth. I'm a super nice guy. Um, it's just all sorts of interesting stuff with this recent one I just watched. Um, spring spring ramps. ramps. He just he just talks about picking these wild ramps and you know that are just kind of popping out in spring. And he writes a little poem about them as he just films himself picking them. And are those and green onions? Them. They're What's basically a- like wild onions, basically. Okay. So that's uh, Bus Huxley, uh, another local New England uh, thrifty kind of Yankee engineering kind of guy. Well, that's wicked awesome. Oh wow. Well, that's me. Ma- I ma- finally figured it like, out. It's more like lobster. Lobster. No. Not the awe. It's like awesome more. But it makes so much more sense now culture. that I give shout outs for free. And if you just drive the same car Tim used to and interview him, he'll let you have a shout out on the podcast. Well, no, I didn't interview him. What? What? No, he he just... interviewed you. No, man, you weren't listening. Yeah, no, Dude gave an interview on NPR. Tim listened to it About, and yeah. was confused because the description matched his own. And then the guy's he's, he's like a bearded like guy out in New England. So if you look and like you and sound like you and drive the car, never mind. I'm trying to basically. You and I'm so yeah, tired. Exactly. I'm yeah. sounding silly. Yeah, it works. It's it, you nailed it, buddy. Yeah, no, it's a step for this. You know, just <laughs> exactly. building a whole army. You know. <laughs> We're going to dominate. Don't worry. So I'm watching. Oh, hey, hey Phil. Yeah, what are you Phil. watching, Phil? I didn't know you were here. Oh, yeah. We're literally sitting next yeah. to each other. In your hotel room. Right. <laughs> um, I don't. I I bet I did this one before, but it's called Jody's Woodworking. He's got like uh, one, two, three, four, seven videos. But he just recently put out part two of uh, of the Rubo bench that he built. And it's freaking gorgeous. Mm. And uh, makes me feel like maybe I should do another one because mine's so half-assed and like quick and dirty um but this thing's gorgeous made out of hardwood and but you know what man features. shop furniture is shop furniture it's not so furniture. nice look at that one so make one for your kitchen your shop what, is you gotta be able to spill one? glue on it and get holes in it and not worry about it like that's it's i shop. do that now i don't give a i don't care now yeah but so if you want to make you a guys talking one, about a movie are you riffing on a movie no we're just talking he's not listening at all you're not listening no, to it me sounds, it's just, it sounds like the same exact thing you do when you riff on movies. You're right next to each other, and I can't see you. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're for the first time ever, we're recording the podcast audio only because the bandwidth in my hotel room isn't great, so he can't take... But I usually I usually have a piece of masking tape over Bill's face anyways on my laptop. <laughs> so so I, I'm just looking at you anyways. So. Fair enough. So same old, same old. Yeah, it's really the same for me. Right. Uh, no, so oh, this is... Lord. Anyways, all to say is check out this video because it's really great, and uh, it's got some... Really cool features, and he gave some cool tips about how to get some of those hand wheels on the higher end uh, benches for like fourteen bucks. So mm, interesting. It was it was cool. Uh, so that's my reco for the week. And, and I, I just I wouldn't mind actually someday having a proper woodworking bench. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to have, but I think I would be afraid to use it because I just run screw holes into my bench all the time, and it, you know, and and I'm always spilling paint on it. Yeah. That's the thing. This is really just dedicated to like, handwork, and you'd have to be really yeah I'd have appreciative to. of that. Because then I was even thinking about cutting out. Like I just did a shop tour video recently. I and, saw it, and so I have like this area that I do all my woodworking and my vice. I was thinking about actually like cutting that out or doing like what Laura did, where she has the top, the, yes, the bench top, right. 
That's um, cool. I was thinking about doing it because I'm tall enough to where that would yeah. that would work. But um, it's also good because it might act like a moxin vice for you. So if you wanted to do like dovetail, I don't know if you're a dovetailer, but if you want to do that stuff, it would bring it up higher for you. Yeah, which yeah. could be cool. It's like a hybrid moxin vice slash dedicated woodworking thing. And I and I have a 48 inch by like 18 inch or no, it's narrower than that. It's like 16 inch uh, block of bowling alley up in my loft. Oh, that would work so well. It's like already and it's already a tabletop that is from yeah. a table I never sold. That's genius. Or that you could make breakfast in bed and use it as a. Uh, Breakfast tray thing for the most amazing pounds. person in your in your life. Three hundred pound, uh, yeah, that probably break my wife's legs if I put this up. That was <laughs> pancakes. Well, Vance and I made pancakes. Um, super that. weird tangent, by the way. But Bill, I took a I took a page out of your book because ever since I disassembled my big workbench and turned that into the flip top cart, I haven't had any place to bolt down my metalworking vice, and I need it every mm. so often. So what I did was, is I took a bunch of plywood and I and I screwed it together into an L, and then I screwed the uh, the vice. metalworking vice into that, and then my woodworking vice just like it sits on top, and then it just gets clamped into it. So now nice. I have metalworking vents whenever I want, and I'm like thinking to myself, I'm an idiot. Why didn't I do this like months and months ago? Hmm. How many times <laughs> have I like used clamps to clamp the thing to the bench so that I could cut a screw? This is genius. But I remembered this past weekend that you had done that but you did it out of metal right you used like an l right. bracket uh no it was it was like the the step at the bottom of a dolly is actually what it was uh, right it was like oh, diamond okay. plate steel in the shape yeah. of an l but that's where that came from i i tore off this broken old dolly it was a beefy dolly but it was busted and just uh yeah welded the vice to that and i could use it in different angles by doing so it that smart. way so I just You're did smart. that basically out of like glued up plywood and stuff, and it worked so well. I'm really ha- anyways. That was just a tangent. I'm gonna put a picture of that on Instagram when I get home. Yeah, that's a great idea because I, I have I have two of them, like one in the metal area, which is fine, and then I have the other one that's like kind of in an awkward place that I yeah. want to use it on the woodworking side. Yeah, and instead of having it in an awkward place, I could just have it like to where I could just put it out where I want it. Exactly. Then- yeah, I, just, I might do that. I, I have I have a vice too. It's shout outs. Sean Jolicure and his wife and his kids. I got to meet and the Schaefer Myers, Brittany and Mark, and the four little people that they brought with him. Hi, I love you guys. I'm glad you you made this maker fair. Go ahead. That was actually pretty. Yeah. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta give it to you. That was yeah. that was hardcore. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, I am Phil Pinsky. Check out MakerTechReviews.com. Check out WilliamLutz.com, which was created and is maintained by Justin Sparks. TimSway.net, created and maintained by Jason Payne. Uh, contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that great stuff. And if you are one of these left-out orphans who was not shouted out by Bill Lutz, please hit us up on Twitter, at Reclaimed Audio, or send us a lengthy email Cursing him out. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. You, you could send it to just bill at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com, <laughs> but please CC us on it and just yeah, send it to info so we can read and I will take it with pride to know that I'm uh, the idiot that I think I am. And and by the way, Justin, it's not Justin Sparks anymore. It's Justin Snuggle Bunny Sparks. I'm definitely never saying that. Yeah, never. Um, oh iTunes reviews. We love them. We need them. We got to have them. Please send them to us. Uh, and patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Best way to support the podcast. 
Uh, we really appreciate each and every one of you. We have gotten uh, quite a few recently, so next week I'll have a more prepared list, and I'll, I'll do one of those things where I read out every single one of our Patreon supporters. Um, and, speaking uh, of, I had one last thing real quick, and this is for Patreon, um, a reward. And for the next, our uh, highest normal one, not the $75 you can be on the podcast one, the, you know, the, the big one. Yep. For the If we get two more of those big ones, I have a picture, and we'll post it online on all forms of social media, of me spooning Izzy Swan on Come my on, living people. room floor. We could do this. I'm not kidding. Let's I can come together. This. Are you trying to get more patrons or have people or less. quit? I don't understand. <laughs> what's, your, what's your logic? <laughs> if you yeah, haven't spooned Izzy Swan, you haven't lived. That's all Listen, I've got to say. Uh, I, I call band meeting when we're done here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <By the way. laughs> uh. So we're going to get a new drummer? Yeah, I think we're getting a new drummer. <laughs> this one locked himself in the car. He can't get out of so. <laughs> Okay, right, let me let butch me it up a bit. I not only spooned Dizzy Swan, but I went to the gym too with him. Nice. That's that's the, certainly butchier. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> and uh, on that note, have a great week, guys. Yes, thank you and be Love, good. Bye, everybody. Love you so much. Thank you all. I'm I'm very loving right now. <laughs>